Hey everyone, welcome back to the Churches Now Online podcast. I am Dan Jacobson, joined by my wife, Kristen Jacobson. Hey. And not joined today by Scott Irwin, because he is on vacation. And so Scott, you win. He's somewhere warm. Enjoy Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Hope it rains on you all the time. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We love Scott. We're glad that he's getting away. And, and um, let's just jump right into it today, Kristen, because we've got a lot to um, to talk about. I think one of the benefits of having this podcast uh, in the format that it is, is it gives us a, a opportunity to talk about some of the things that are happening locally, both within our mm-hmm. church and within our community. And boy, have there been a lot of things happening locally. Yes. And these past couple days have been crazy. <laughs> they have been crazy. Yes. We're talking specifically about um, some of the protests that have sprung up in Valpo, Crown Point, Portage, as well as Hobart. Mm-hmm. A little bit later in this episode, you're going to hear an uh, interview that I was privileged to record with Mayor Brian Snedeker, one of our church members, as well as uh, Pastor Dexter Harris, who's one of the pastors on staff at our church. Both those men played um, very integral roles, I think, in make, maintaining a posture of peace in the protests in Hobart on Sunday. And Kristen, you and I um, had the privilege to attend. And yeah. it was a really insightful experience for us. And I think there's so much going on. My heart is just that there's so much going on on Facebook with reports and misinformation, I think, in so many different directions. Yeah. I would love for people maybe just to hear a little bit of our experience. I also mm-hmm. maybe want to share why did we go? What did we yeah. glean from it? Why do we think it was a profitable use of our time? Um, and maybe just uh, clarify for some people what was happening and what we're seeing. Um, because I, th- yeah. I think there's just a lot of misconstrued information based in fear that's flying around social media right now. So maybe we'll just take those one at a time, but, um, why did we go? You want to take that one? Sure. Yeah, I think maybe um, if I can answer it simply, I went because I wanted to support my Black brothers and sisters and validate the pain that they have experienced and um, maybe just throw my support behind them in the sense that I, I, I stand up with them in, in a desire to see justice for all people, regardless of their skin color. And that's maybe, I mean, that's pretty simply put, but I think there's this, this time right now is so volatile. There's, there's such high tension right now between so many different groups of people and so many different perspectives that it, it requires some nuance to have these conversations. And even our presence at the protest, I think, people have differing opinions about the fact that we were there and so just to say say the the reason we went was not because we are against the police right the reason we went is not because we um feel ashamed of being white right (laughs) the reason we went is um to support these black brothers and sisters and in their fight for justice because we can agree that in the past several months, let alone generations, but now in this most recent months where we've had video of whether it's Ahmaud Arbery or Breonna Taylor or now George Floyd, 
who have been killed, those three people who should be alive today but are not, that's unjust. And me, as a Christian, see all over scripture that God asks us to stand up for the oppressed. He asks us to, to fight for those who are marginalized and those who are um, in the situation that we see the black community so often. Yeah. So I was happy to go um, to do that. And specifically, I think, you know, when Dexter, we, we knew about it, I guess, when Dexter posted, hey, this is happening, anyone want to join us? And so to know that there were members of our Gary congregation who were planning on going, that we could meet together and pray before it began right. and go and be so huge. a peaceful, yes. a peaceful presence in what could have been something. Well, and as we saw, what did turn into something that was violent. Right. I feel like maybe now is a good time to address. Maybe some people have this horrific thought of why would a pastor go loot a building? You think people really thought you were looting? No. But just in but case, just there's in one case. because I feel like there. there's all these. I feel like there's all these caveats you have to give these days with. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a this, but I didn't do this, or I, I listened to this, but I don't think this way, or or I went to a protest, but I didn't loot, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen all over Facebook the past few days, you know, protesters are not looters, um, they're protesters. And so right. the role that we went to play was was one of support for a brother. I was mm-hmm. there to to be with Dexter Um and what, what I didn't know what, what, what it was going to be. I didn't know if it was going to be hostile. I didn't know if he was going to be there. And um, I just didn't know. And I wanted just to be there and have his back, right? I just wanted to be there mm-hmm. to support him because he's my brother. And we went there very intentionally knowing J- Jared's message ringing in our ears. Seek the, right. seek, seek the shalom of your city. And... You know, we're blessed to have a lot of police officers come to our campus, and we know um, some of the behind-the-scenes intel that was coming into this thing. And we, I went knowing that Dexter's role was going to be a pivotal role in, in being a peacemaker and allowing to validate people's pain, but also making sure it was done in a peaceful way. I just had this sense about it that God, God was going to use him in that space. Mm. And I thought, if God's going to use him, I want to be there to support him. And sure enough, we got there, and it was tiny. Do you remember? Yeah, that was that was surprising. When we walked up, um, there was a group of Bethel people coming, and it was like the group coming from Bethel was bigger than the people who were already gathered there. Yeah. And I remember walking up and thinking, okay, this is interesting. I felt um, great about that, knowing that like we've got more, we, like we got numbers here, like we got more yeah. brothers and sisters here who are here to seek the Lord together. Yes. This is not yes. to yell at the police. Man, I didn't hear anything right. negative said in the direction of the police. Right? It was just yeah. if there was pain, it was pain for how um, systems of justice work. It wasn't in terms of our Hobart police. It wasn't in terms of our Maryville police. It was just in terms of. No of wanting better for our country. And I would say as, as the, the group grew larger, there were people who came that, that brought more of a negative voice. And immediately, if someone tried to, to start chanting something that was negative, you had louder voices saying, 
keep it positive, keep it positive. Some, some man who is not from Bethel walked across and said, if you are here to destroy property, you need to leave. Right. That is not why we're right. here. And so th- this was, I- I'm, I'm so disheartened when I hear that people are, um, have this view of what that was. Now I, I get that some of the, that happened later on, but the intention of the I mean, what it ended up being probably a couple hundred people who were there right. by the end of that first two hours right. who were all remaining peaceful in all. I mean, it was it was an incredible thing to see that as dozens and dozens came, it stayed peaceful. And not just that, but it was it, was, it turned into a prayer service. It was, holy. It was a holy it moment. Was. Let's call it what it was. It was, it was an anointed. It was, first of all, symbolically, it was Pentecost. And, right. and I don't want to read too much into this. I'm not propagating this type of theology, but it was cool to, to think that like, God, here I am on a day that is symbolic of you uniting people from different backgrounds. And yet here I am side by side with people of different backgrounds in prayer. You mean in the church calendar, it was Pentecost? Yes, on the church panic. Is that what yes. you're saying? 50 days from oh, Easter. Was, I didn't know that. It was May 31st. Sweet. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. And so that, that's just a symbolic day where, where God really moved in establishing his church, right? That's the day that yeah. we look at and we go, that's when the church, you know, received the spirit and started to build itself, right? 3,000 souls were added that day. I, um, I, I want to, I want to just walk through the experience, but I also think it's important for people to know that we're well aware of the publicity of the Hobart. Um, rally and what it ended up becoming it became something lamentable it it was not designed to become a march it was not designed to break right. glass or steel our church and our leaders shepherded people out of that situation well before even the police were moving people and so yeah. I, I want to be clear because I've I've heard some questions of like well what about Romans 13 which if we had more time, I'd tell you the intricacies of why I believe this was actually fulfilling Romans 13 and not going against it. But props to Pastor Dexter for being submissive to the authorities when they approached him and shepherding mm-hmm. our people from Bethel to leave the premises, which our people did. I want to be very clear about right. that. There was no iota, no instance, no inkling of angst from our people. It was all peace, all love. And I, I wish that's what the newspaper picked up. The newspaper picked up sensational stories and sensational pictures of people breaking things or getting in police officers faces, which is awful. But for two hours, there was people exercising their freedom of speech, exercising Mm -hmm. their freedom, uh, to, to assemble and protest doing so, Mm -hmm. um, in a way that really spoke to just the quality of America in, in both a positive and negative sense, and our yearnings for it to be better, but also the fact that we could do this was, I, I remember Dexter saying like, I can't believe we yeah. get this privilege. Like what right. a privilege it is for us to even do this. Like, look how far we've come, right? And how important that is in the black community yeah. who have not always had that privilege yeah. or that Uh, Right. And he, I mean, those were some sweet moments when Dexter called all of us to a moment of silence to appreciate the generations that have gone before that have had to stand up 
to get even the right to sit on to sit wherever they want on a bus to eat in whatever restaurant they want to eat. I mean, this is not too far removed and they are, um, they were praising the work that's done has been done in the past, honoring that so that they could stand here and hopefully from these things lead towards something better for their children Absolutely. in the generations to come. That was a really sweet moment. Right. All right. All that is kind of like the caveats and the backstory. Like, you know, we're not looting. <laughs> we're there peacefully. We we're respectful right. of authority. We were, right. we're white in a, in a predominantly black space. So like, we understand like, right. this is not our moment to hijack. Um, it's mm-hmm. our, our moment to support. And so when we got there, it was small. And I want to brag on pastor Dexter for a second, because we, I didn't know what to expect. I've never been a part of a protest rally before like I I, yeah so we're standing there and nothing's happening and I love that Dexter took a step forward and he looked at us and he said "Uh, brothers and sisters I think we need to pray let's pray right now and from that moment on um, Dexter was in control he was the one who people looked at to hear messages of hope and he led prayer and this whole entire moment that we had on Sunday from two to four outside of Cooper's Hawk was a massive prayer gathering, praying over the pain and expressing lament in people's hearts over what um, police brutality brings out in the emotional response of the black community, right? Lamenting right. over that, asking God. I just, something that stands out to me so clearly is when Dexter prayed, Lord, help me not get bitter as I hear these things. Mm. Protect us from bitterness. What, an, yeah. what a mature prayer. Like, and, and everybody echoing that, right? Like people who don't even know mm. him just agreeing, saying, yes, we don't want to be bitter about these things. It was encouraging for me right. to hear that response. Dexter took a moment to gather all of the, um, the African-American males, right? All the black men. And, and he prayed over them. This, yeah, this God-honoring, Christ-exalting, spirit-filled prayer. He gathered yeah. all the black women and prayed just this powerful, um, just just blessing over them. And then Dexter did something. He gathered all the white guys. And there was, <laughs> a, there was quite a few of us. Yeah, there were And he gathered us. And he um, he put some a person of color in between each and every one of us. And that was, that was a cool moment. That was a revelation moment for me. Not like Eureka, but like in the Bible, revelation, the book where it says at the end of times and when the kingdom comes, um, people from every tribe, tongue and nation will worship together around the throne of God. Right. And, um, in that moment, Dexter pointed at me and said, this is my friend, Dan, he's going to pray for us. And then he looked at me, dude, this look, I don't, you couldn't see the look, but the look he gave me was do it, bro. Do it, do it. You're going to pray. <laughs> like he was coercing me with his eyes. Like you're going to pray. And I appreciated that push because I wanted to pray. I just didn't know my space. I didn't know if, if it would be welcome for someone like me to ask the Lord to, to bring unity amongst our churches and to heal the divisions that exist and to for for all that is good and holy, not let 10 o'clock be the most segregated hour of the week any longer, right, on Sunday. Um, and uh, it was just an incredible moment for us to seek the Lord 
and we didn't we actually did sing some songs um there's people who who led us in singing and um all in all i walked away from that experience feeling blessed feeling encouraged you had a unique situation come up too where you got to pray but there's also a lady who came up to you do you want to tell that story of just just what that yeah. meant for you emotionally and and in connection yeah i met a woman named alex came right up to the few of us who were standing um a few of us white people yeah. who were standing near the back of the circle and um she had tears in her eyes and she just said um thank you for being here and you know that was that was a refrain that many many of these black men and women had said to us right when we arrived and and i had a moment of apprehension of wondering if we would be welcome right. to be really honest right at the beginning i i thought we we were walking up without dexter and the rest of the gary people and so i was thinking are are they going to welcome us here and immediately you know they said thank you for being here thank you for standing with us and and alex came up to me and and um, expressed that she has, she has family members who are white, but she is half black and, and is here with her son who's black and how she has family who won't stand up and won't be here. And how, um, it was just, a, it, w- it was meaningful for her to see white faces, yeah. you know, didn't matter that it was Dan and Kristen or whoever it meant, it, it mattered that it was white people who, who would stand up and say, yeah, we are as mad as you are. Well, maybe not as mad, but we are mad and we are, we are right alongside you. And we are, are trying to empathize with the pain that you feel and the, the tiredness that you feel in the, in the fed upness to be, to put it frankly, you know, that, that, that's, that's the, that's the feeling. That's the tension that there is right now is that when will enough be enough? Mm. When will a life taken needlessly when will when will this you know proverbial straw break the camel's back mm. and will actually get change and so it was it was sweet to talk with her and to hug her sorry covid um it was the I, one, you know, I could <laughs> i i've seen all of these things on facebook where it's like well i guess uh covid's over since we've got protests going on like no one cares about social distancing the reality is we were wearing masks and I was, yeah. standing six, and people were, I was standing six feet away from people almost yeah. the entire time, except for this one yeah. moment when Alex came up and just gave you the greatest yeah. hug. It was so sweet yeah. to watch. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. And I, and um, it was a, I mean, just a, what's the word I'm looking for? Symbolic, I want to say, just that this, you know, we're standing here and embracing, she's crying, I'm crying. There's, that that doesn't happen unless we put ourselves in spaces for those things to happen. Yeah. And I don't know if it was meaningful as meaningful for her as it was for me, but you know, to get to stand there and to hear her pain and to to stand beside her and to say I'm sorry it, t- it took me this long to get involved yeah. and to to validate her hurt. Um that was a big deal and I I'm just I was I'm grateful for that. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. One of the things that happened that was interesting to me, and I just want to talk about this for a second. I don't think we need to belabor this, but Facebook, if you went on Facebook and watched the reports of what was happening at the mall, you would have thought that Armageddon had broken out and everyone was trashing the place. I think the reality is, yeah. is that maybe there was one or two people down away from the entire rally 
who tried to break into JCPenney, I believe. Even the news reports got that wrong. Like the, the Northwest Indian Times got that wrong. Um, but yeah. people on Facebook, the, the reports I kept seeing were everyone stay home today. There's danger at the mall. And right. I get that. I don't, I'm not saying I didn't feel aware of my surroundings. It was eerie for me to walk up to the mall and see snipers on the roof. Mm-hmm. There was also a part of me that, and I think this might be my white background. I was glad they were there because I knew where I was standing. No one was going to be able to approach us. And if danger was coming, I was hoping that they would get them before that person could do harm. And so in some weird sense, it felt like a shell of protection for the protesters, actually. Um, I know that everybody reads that so differently. I know that if you talk to some of our black brothers and sisters, they were very put off by that and very offended by that. Thinking, what do you, what do we think we're going to do? We're going to trash the place. No, this is our community. Um, that was the spirit that existed in the, in the crowd was this is our community. We are not here to destroy. We are here to build. Mm -hmm. That was the refrain that kept coming up from so many of the prayers. God help us build a strong community. Help us build strong families, man. We had better church. I think in the mall parking lot that we've had online on the stream in 10 weeks. And uh, it was just an incredible, I know that's a strong, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. take Yeah. I may have said that stronger (laughs) than it should have been. I don't think we've had better church, but it was incredible. It was church. church. But I mean, Jesus in those prayers that Dexter prayed, the gospel was preached and he stopped and talked about how God, how God had created humanity and, Every single person created is in the image of God. We talk, I mean, he's preaching from Genesis one right he's there. He's preaching to and the it was, community, to the world, right, right in right. our front yard. Yeah. And in what, like to, to your point from before is that while that is going on, Facebook is saying that the world is burning. Right. And that was so interesting to go and to see like when those things were posted, we were literally standing there and praying. In prayer. And, and all of the misinformation that was cir- circling. And it's just what used to be the rumor mill is now instantaneous. Right. So it becomes, I heard this. I don't know if it's true, but right. it might be. So I'm putting it on my status. Right. And then everybody takes that and simply leaves off the, it might not be true clause. Right. <laughs> and now it's everywhere. Right. And so it was a little interesting how... Um, yeah, the information we were getting what, while we were what compounds that to me is is watching the scene and then I went back and looked at the the professional photographers like the news the news yeah. photographers and I went through their their deck of photos and yeah. if I hadn't been there and I was just looking at those pictures I would have been fearful it looks tense. oh my goodness yeah. I would have been fearful yeah. for anyone I would have been fearful for our city Seriously, right. there's a picture of Brian Snedeker, our mayor, shaking hands with somebody, and but it's the ninth picture out of nine. By the time I got through the the swaths of intense-looking police officers, who, by the way, thank you, police officers, incredible. I don't know what yeah. it's like. I mean, I felt a little on edge going to a rally, being a part of it. I would right. feel on edge being a police officer, not knowing how this Absolutely. is going to go. And we are so grateful. To, I'm doing this thing yes. with my hands, like this this prayer thank you thing <laughs> that you can't see. But we're so grateful to, you know, I could shout out to a couple of our officers right now. I won't because we want to well, we want to protect uh, <laughs> many of your 
many of you are worried about security right now and we want to respect that. Um, but we, we just say thank you to you guys. And it was a very um, professional thing, uh, the way yeah. that you went about your job. It's not easy. But but looking at the pictures that made them look so intense, so stormtrooper-like almost, so mm -hmm. devoid of personality. And then you have this very emotional side of people. You, they're catching people at their moment of pain or their moment of frustration or their moment of, of, of tears. And it's just this, this intensity that's being portrayed through pictures. By the time I got to the ninth picture and saw Brian Snedeker in there, if I hadn't been there, I would have thought, oh, someone give him a bulletproof vest. Because it was so yeah. sensationalized when in reality, Brian walked into that crowd and he walked up to Dexter and gave him his arm around him and and was welcomed in and even joined the side of the protesters for a while. And, and, and when he took heat, people were saying, hey, you show up now. You know, why won't you do anything about this? He acknowledged. He said, we need to make progress. And this is the quote that I love. And, and you'll hear this in our interview in just a moment. But he was, he was quoted as saying, we have a table that's waiting for you at any time. We would love to talk with you whenever. Just to open up yeah. that invitation and say, this doesn't have to be the only thing. Let's take the next step together. Let's keep talking about how we can build our community. I thought that was just an exemplary leadership moment um, for sure. But yeah, yeah it, it, was a, it was a tale of two worlds. Well, it's what I think what you're hitting on is that photos need context as well yeah and when those photos i mean the only context so many people have are the enormous riots happening in all these cities across the country right. and so if, if that is is what you're expecting then seeing uh tension on someone's face or seeing anger on someone's face you will assume violence but there were people who were righteously angry at this protest and determined to remain peaceful. Yeah. And that that's, again, this nuance that we have to be able to understand that it is, it is good and right and just for us to be angry when people are oppressed and when people are treated unfairly. And it's, and we can, we can hold anger and peaceful living together. Yes, we can. Yeah. I think as Christians, that's our duty. That is, that's right. part of weeping with those who weep and rejoicing with those who rejoice is to be able to do that. Um, mm. I don't want to belabor our conversation anymore because I want to get to the mayor and the interview that we did. Um, you know, thank you for chopping this up with us. I hope you listening at home, uh, maybe our example can be one of what peaceful demonstrations look like um, to help you know, you know, uh, the people at your church care deeply about justice. We're not trying yeah. to trash property. We're trying to help be a force of peace in our community so that God can be glorified. And my, you know, I, I went to bed with a clean conscience the other night because God was glorified in ways that I could not have ever imagined he was glorified. So uh, praise to him. Glad that yeah, he was so present in the midst of that as well. Hey, without further ado, yeah. here's our conversation uh, that I had with uh, Mayor Brian Snedeker and uh, Pastor Dexter Harris. I want to say thank you to both of those men for uh, their time today in the midst of a busy season. And Kristen, I want to say thank you to you too for um, you know, letting our kids just run wild while, uh, <laughs> while we had this conversation. So not really everyone. Uh, we are eager to see you, uh, on Sunday 
Um, and if we don't see you, we're looking forward to the moment when we can worship together with you in person. Until then, we'll see ya. I'm so grateful to have uh, on the line here with us a uh, pastor from Gary, uh, Dexter Harris, along with uh, our beloved mayor, Brian Snedeker, one of the uh, valuable members of our larger community, as well as our HP community. Brian, how are you? Glad to be with you. So it's Monday. Yesterday was Sunday, uh, May 31st, and there was a uh, rather well-publicized uh, event that took place at the South Lake Mall. And uh, I want to just have a conversation with the two of you, because in my experience as a pastor uh, for the past 12 years that I've been in ministry, I have not seen community members join together in what could have been a more volatile situation that uh, provided stability and peace and really a hopeful, uh, a hopeful moment where people from different parts of our community came together. Brian, first from your perspective, how are you doing today? I know yesterday required a lot of leadership from you, leadership, which I think you executed well. And I just want to see how you're, how you're doing. Doing well. You know, I, I know that communities in the Chicago area, uh, many of the communities have been uh, having uh, gatherings uh, throughout their communities. And I just think yesterday showed uh, that we can come together and that we can express and we can do it in a positive way and um, hopefully have good results and, and changes that need to occur. Absolutely. Dexter, uh, you and I, we, um, we, weren't, we didn't wake up yesterday thinking we were going to go to a, uh, a rally at South Lake Mall. And uh, Brian, it was you who had reached out to us, which I was really humbled by. And kind of made us aware of the situation. And uh, you and Dexter talked on the phone. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what maybe you asked of Dexter uh, in that moment? Yes. Um, and, and I respect the team at Bethel uh, tremendously. And there was ministers that from different uh, churches that did respond um, yesterday. But I, the team at Bethel... Um, just presented such a positive um, influence uh, at, at the gathering. Um, you know, uh, Pastor Dexter has a, an amazing way of working with people as well as Pastor Dan, but they were able to direct um, the gathering in a very positive way, allowing people to pray, allowing people to express uh, their frustrations, able to uh, express how they felt, but at the same time to keep it going in a very positive direction. And, you know, there was ministers there praying with people that needed to be, uh, needed prayer. Uh, and so as much as it was maybe a, a, a rally or protest, I really believe there was a, there were some prayer services occurring within uh, the rally. And uh, I can't say enough about the ministers that were there, especially uh, the two of you, um, 
I, I really think that um, it accomplished a lot of objectives of those that gathered. They wanted to be heard. And um, it was just, I, I was uplifted by going there myself. And uh, a lot of people questioned, uh, Mayor, well, should you really, you know, have went into the crowd? And I felt a sense of, um, you know, that God was God was in, in, involved in this. Uh, when I heard uh, that there was prayer going on and uh, involvement, I, I just felt a compelling that I needed to be there with uh, the, the ministers. And when I uh, arrived, Pastor Dexter uh, was doing just a phenomenal job of just keeping everything going in a positive direction. And uh, I can't say enough about the team here. There's an iconic photo of the two of you on Instagram that's kind of been floating amongst some of our people. And it's really, it's really quite cool to see the um, the the unity between our government and our ministers. And I know there was many other ministers there as well. I know uh, um, uh, Sam uh, was there as well, and uh, appreciate him and uh, his 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 uh, presence. Dexter, yes. would you share with us maybe a little bit about the opportunity that you had? Uh, to uh, just lead in that moment. What was that like for you? Yeah, um, I was, you know, first and foremost, uh, privileged um, to be there um, and to be amongst, um, you know, people fighting, you know, for justice um, and to see um, change come. I think that it is um, incumbent upon the church to be involved um, and to be a voice, I believe that the church carries a light and love um, that the world does not have. Yeah, and amen. we have a you know a tremendous responsibility and opportunity um, to uh, be the salt of the earth, uh, be that city on top of a hill. Um, and so <clears throat> I think that we really got a chance to uh, be pastoral in those moments. I think that pastors need to be there when people are hurting and frustrating and to give spiritual guidance. And so it was an opportunity to give spiritual guidance, also to remind um, just black and brown folks and those of different ethnicities and, and different colors, um, <clears throat> the price that you know the black church has paid um, in order to pave um, some of the freedoms that we have today um, and also informing us on how we get to, or, or how to, um, press forward and get more of those freedoms and to uh, see that um, justice scale uh, being more balanced. And so for me, um, I was glad to just be there um, and to love on people, to be a voice. Um, as you guys have already said before, there were so many other people um, out there with a voice, grateful for those who, who organized it. Um, and I just was afforded the opportunity to speak into um, as you uh, guys know, a situation that could have went a different direction uh, without the presence of ministers and in uh, and, and the word of God and prayer uh, being a central Amen. part of it. I think it's a great reminder to our world and to, and to us that, that prayer still works, the mm -hmm. word of God still works, and the church is still needed in society. Yes. Let's let's talk for a moment. Our our whole aim when we went there, Dexter, uh, and I know Brian, you would um, uh, echo. You would echo these. Is is to be peaceful, right? We were not looking for 
anyone to have opportunity to destroy property. No. When we arrived at the scene, that was one of the things that other members of the crowd were already establishing as ground rules. If you're here to destroy property, please leave. This is not that moment for you. This is a, a chance to, to build, not destroy. And I think, Dexter, you just uh, seized on a moment with such an anointing from the Lord. It was cool for me to watch uh, a friend of mine, someone who, you know, we work out together, we talk a lot, we, we hang out sometimes, and um, to watch you step into a moment that was so God-ordained and to lead our community. That's what was, what was compelling for me. You know, um, my name's in the paper. I don't know why they put my name in the paper. I prayed a prayer that Dexter pointed at me. He was like, man, pray. You pray right now. Pray for us. And, uh, and so, man, I, I just appreciate you and for your leadership. I told, um, um, the mayor on the, on the, on our way out. Cause we only stayed for maybe 90 minutes. Um, Chris and I had a sitter. This is such a lame excuse to leave a rally. <laughs> we had a sitter we had to get back to. Can you believe that? And, uh, so we actually left before mayor Brian, you were able to, uh, to, to enter. And yes. I'm so grateful for your example too, of, of shaking hands and, and, um, just saying, Hey, we have a table that we'd love to discuss these things at please. We welcome, I thought that was such a classy uh, example of leadership, Mayor. Um, so thank you for that. But I, I got to say, Dex, I, it was a clinic on um, helping people channel their frustrations to be validated, but yes. also to be, um, to be expressed in a productive way. And man, I, I closed my eyes for a second on Sunday, and I thought I was living in Revelation. I thought I was, you know, in that moment where people of every tribe, tongue, and nation were worshiping the wow. lamb together. And it was just a small glimpse. I know that the, the national media attention is going to say, look at all the damage that this did. Look at all the division that came out of this. But what frustrates me is that there was no uh, covering of that moment, of that moment where people held hands and gave hugs and were truly um, gathered together around the throne, throne of, of, of the Almighty God. Um, and so, Dexter, I want to say thank you to you for stepping into that space. Um, it's easy for me to say I don't know what would happen had it not been for your example and your leadership yesterday. But I've heard that from so many people, um, how appreciative it is. And so, Brian, I'm grateful as well that... Yeah. Uh, your office uh, has such a relationship with different ministers and different leaders in the community. Um, anything else that you want to add to this conversation? Well, I, again, I, you know, I can't say enough of the way uh, Pastor Dexter just worked with the crowd. Um, and at times where maybe you felt the crowd was getting a little bit um, restless or uh, maybe not staying focused. Pastor Dexter had a way of just bringing everybody back in a positive way, um, you know, engaging in prayer. And he was calling on uh, several people to pray, he even asked me to pray. And I, and I uh, was honored to, to, yeah. to do that. But he just had a way of fueling and funneling everybody's energy in a positive way. And Sometimes that's difficult because when you're dealing with a rally or a protest, you don't always know where people's backgrounds have brought them there. And for him to be able to um, just capture the crowd, um, you know, and as people would pray, you'd hear people joining in. Um, 
just you could hear the emotions being expressed in a positive way. And I think that's what we all wanted to see is allow people to express themselves, but to do it in a positive way that can bring about real change because we know there's, there's change that needs to, to, to occur in our justice system. Uh, training of officers, things like that, and, and, and knowing that we're all God's children. And I, I think, I, I can't say enough about Bethel being um, a ministry that's invested in the communities that they serve. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I just say thank you for, for uh, the work that you're doing. Uh, you do it day in and day out. But yesterday was a, an opportunity to, to um, do some um, uh, extended ministry, I guess would be a good term. Yeah. But to be able to minister to people in that type of situation and, and um, change hearts in a, in a positive direction um, focused on Christ. And I think that's, I guess that's the best way to describe what you guys did yesterday. Yeah. Dexter, anything you want to add to this conversation? Um, just continue to <clears throat> be prayerful. Um, I think that some of the things that we exercise uh, during the protest is things that we need to continue to exercise outside of the protest, which is prayer, yes. um, listening to people well, mm-hmm. um, hearing the voices of black and brown brothers and sisters and the pain that they have, um, yes. continuing to press for uh, reform. Um, and also, I pray that, you know, um, churches are reminded and fueled because I believe churches in general has taken such a beating in regards to their necessity in society. And I pray that yesterday was a reminder that, man, the church still matters. It is the agent and conduit by which God chooses to show his glory, to restore society, um, to mend the broken, to uh, mend the divide. Um, And so I think that yesterday was just a real example um, that uh, God is working through his church. Um, and, and the solution to what's happening in America will not be solved void of the church of Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Powerful. It was absolutely powerful. And I think, you know, if I can add my two cents into this as a, you know, as a white male Christian, I mean, I guess I got to give all these qualifiers right here, (laughs) but as a, as a white man in the crowd, my, um, experience yesterday was so formative for me to be in a place where I could hear different expressions of pain and different, um, perspectives. Mm -hmm. I walked away, I think with a greater heart for people than I walked in. And I walked Mm -hmm. away, I think with a deeper understanding, knowing that there's so much more, I don't know you know, and, and being able to say, uh, that this was an experience where I, I got a glimpse into some people's lives and some people's frustrations. And so, um, I'm just grateful for the, the way that the, those, uh, two hours went, I think the elephant in the room and, and what captured all of the attention in the media is the fact that, um, not everybody went home and some more people came in and there was some, um, some just, uh, un- undesirable actions that happened following, uh, the peaceful part of the protest, you know, that Dexter and we were a part of. And, and after uh, that went, I feel a little proud to say, you know, because I think Brian, uh, your son is a, as a police officer, we've got, we've got many officers in our community. It was interesting for me to know that there are people I love driving around in the cars 
and people I love voicing their frustration. Yeah. And I know you uh, must have felt that as well, knowing there are people that you love that were driving around in cars, people that you love that were also voicing their frustration. Right. And I think where where when we focus on the 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 proper ways for us to channel that um, that that frustration and give voice to many of the uh, silent injustices that we might not be aware of, um, mm -hmm. it, it's truly a remarkable thing. And so I want to say thank you to you for the delicate balance of leadership, Brian, that you gave as our mayor. I want to say thank you to you, Dexter, for the delicate balance of, of leadership that you gave as a, as a community pastor. And I want to also um, just go on record and say thank you to um, our police officers for their families who they looked at yesterday. There was a lot of fear. Um, there's a lot of unknowns. There was a lot of measuring of intel. And... Um, you know, I couldn't have been prouder that there was a space provided for this conversation in our community and that um, in that space, really, the Lord was honored and glorified. Mm. Um, I wish that it, it would not have been soured the way it was towards the end of the day, um, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, you know, that no one I know was involved in those things, so I don't really know how that worked out. Um, but as far as it depended on us, I think we lived as peaceably amongst all people, right? That's the biblical command. And so um, I think in this regard, it was important for us to share our voices and to hear uh, the people's concerns. And so thank you both for your leadership in this effort. I truly am uh, grateful for this community and the ways that we're learning to work together. Thanks for listening to the Church is Now Online podcast. For more resources from Bethel Church, head to BethelWeb.org, where you can stream services, give online, and find ways to impact our community. To connect with the HP campus, the best way to do that is on Facebook. Join our group by searching Bethel Church-Hobart Portage. If you enjoyed this content and want to help us out, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you found this content. And it helps us if you rate and review. It just makes it easier for others to find us online. Churches Now Online is produced by the team at Bethel Hobart Portage. Christina Soderquist, Daniel Asher, Scott Irwin, and myself, Dan Jacobson. Thanks for listening to this episode. Until next time, this podcast is to be continued.